0: Welcome to the Light Heart Collective Podcast. I'm Kirsty.
1: And I'm Sarah. This podcast is designed by creatives, it's designed for creatives, and it's designed to help you become inspired to
0: be more creative. Join us as we have lighthearted conversations with creatives where we'll explore their backgrounds, their inspirations, their triumphs, and of course, their challenges.
1: We're going to uncover the stories behind their creations the passion that fuels their soul and the unique perspectives that make our creative landscape so vibrant.
0: So, get ready to be inspired, get ready to be moved, and to be transported into the world of art and creativity in the Southwest. We are really excited that you're here, aren't we, Kirsty? We sure are, Sarah. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. We're very close to home tonight, so we're actually in the in the Lightheart
1: Collective building. Kirsty's here with me. Hello. Right next door to us, so here's Cassandra. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> so um, just a little bit of background for how Cassandra came to be in Lightheart Collective is that um, I, I um, came and found this space and then I had an extra little spot here and I put it to Cassandra, would you like to come and have a dedicated studio space to work out of? So... Cassandra
0: it's so nice to have you here Thank you. and thank you for welcoming us into your studio as well it is what time is it it's five to seven at night guys this is we are like dedicated at this point <laughs> so thank you for leaving the children and in the wonderful care of Brett and coming to have a chat with us we really appreciate it and we've been really excited to have a chat with you even though we know you so well on a personal level because we absolutely adore you personally <laughs> <laughs> but as an artist, we've both been admiring your work for a long time, haven't we, Sarah? Yes, we have.
1: And also, it's so nice to be in here just when you're about to throw open the doors to this studio for <laughs> So, yay. Have another one, yes. 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 Yeah. How are you feeling about that? Uh, pretty, oh, I can't say
2: excited yet because I, I am not far. From you're still in the the whole (laughs)
0: exercise, yeah, yeah. Um, so mostly just it's just a headline at this point, head down, down, head brush, and
1: hand.
0: I think so many artists, as I was saying to you, Cassandra, before we started recording, so many artists are feeling like that at the moment, yeah. Um, and it can be really hard to stay in that creative groove whilst trying to stay on task, trying to get things completed and yeah. finalised, open those doors. But
1: How do you feel personally about the whole um, creating work to a deadline? Like we have talked a little bit to a few artists, haven't we, Kirsty? Mm-hmm. Some people find that quite difficult. Like mm-hmm. I know Georgia was saying, um, Georgia Zurich said that she would much prefer to work on getting a book rather than having a deadline yeah. and working towards that like creatively, that's really difficult for her. Mm-hmm. But ha- how, how about you? How do you feel about that?
3: Um,
2: yeah, I think,
1: well, I've had a couple of experiences,
2: I guess, in the last couple of years where I had um, been offered an exhibition, for instance, my first solo exhibition, and that had a deadline or theme or anything like that, what I was going to do. I just had a month that I knew I could come into the local art gallery and use the space and I had to, I think I spent uh, three months creating 12 paintings um, as well as. managed to tap into the creativity but Mm
3: -hmm.
2: i was able to just i don't know at that time i think i was i gave myself permission to just work on that and i had and good support as well um so you know my partner knew that i was doing that and so i I'm pretty. I think I'm pretty good at getting into a creative space when I want to. Mm. So in so that did work. However, this time, well, from that experience, I did decide that I didn't want to do it that way again. Yeah. So you didn't want to work to a deadline no. so much. So that the next exhibition I was going to hold, um, for like next solo exhibition, I would. anybody Mm -hmm. with what I was doing Um, and in this case of um, open studios I I, yeah I don't know there's you don't always
1: have control over these things do you no no no. and
2: in this particular time I have a lot of stuff going on so there's um, I'm juggling a few things and so the creativity isn't blowing Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. But I think that comes yeah. back even to what you're saying, Kirsty, about well we are here at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. And I think this is a conversation for many creatives, but also particularly women, you know, mm-hmm. because you're juggling often well, not just women, but often you're trying to juggle a family life there as well mm-hmm. and kids and you know, partners and all that other stuff and often other jobs. Mm-hmm. and you need that um, you need to be in a good space to do that, it's not just time to go and do nothing, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. time to actually be productive in a different way so yeah. I think a lot mm. of people will relate to that feeling mm-hmm. yeah yes, yeah It's I, I certainly don't like
2: that I have three weeks to go and I'm still like trying to achieve things that doesn't really seem conducive to the way that work and allow that creative flow to happen so mm. yeah I, I would definitely prefer other yeah. ways but,
1: but also, this kind of part of the process as well of feeling this kind of crunch at this stage where you're going oh definitely I'm not, yeah. I don't feel like I'm quite there yet but you know I hear a lot of people talk about that mm-hmm. and even if that was in another two months away you probably still have ready you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. sort of when do
0: you ever feel like oh, you've, you've completely got it mm-hmm. when, when do we, do we ever get... feel like that in oh life god that'd be nice if we all felt as though we've completely got it i know <laughs> i haven't we yeah. tell yeah. ourselves we've got this but <laughs> you know let's be frank we haven't
1: no and i'm totally in, i'm totally in the party of like yeah not having not. it <laughs> just, just whatever mm-hmm. i'm, I'm where i am i am where i am <laughs> but you know i think that's so nice coming to see your art but a lot of what they're coming to do is actually meet you and mm-hmm. see your space and mm-hmm. just have the chance to have a conversation with you so
0: yeah. I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> well, because your work
1: is amazing and you're a beautiful person that's why <laughs> and I
0: think as well like um you know for those who might not have seen Cassandra's work yet you have to <laughs> I insist on it but I think every single piece of your work and I will admit that I looked at one of Cassandra's paintings I don't know a few weeks ago and I literally just burst out in tears oh, yes, and I'm good <laughs> I can feel it starting now so I'm not going to look at that painting <laughs> I can see it staring at me well, you are absolutely- they are <laughs> but I feel like your artwork is so emotive and it is all about the female story it's about life and you are a storyteller so I think that people who are going to choose to come and see you it's not about I don't think it's about the finished paintings I think it is truly about you as a person and where you reach into your soul to get that story on canvas and like Sarah said it's about the behind the scenes stuff and like I mean, I always nerd it out when I come into your studio because I'm just looking at all the acrylics and all the oils and how you place it, and oh, what kind of brushes does she use? Or <laughs> <It's> crazyness.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that is exactly I what makes.
0: I know, and that is why Emrose is so popular because artists are letting people into their like studios, which yeah. is such a personal space for everyone. So I really, I I completely can empathise with how you're feeling. And I, I truly do get it. But like Sarah said, I don't think people are going to be too hung up on having everything looking perfect or everything completely finished because they are here
1: yeah. to see you. Yeah, and even if that's just to look over your shoulder and see you actually working on the canvas,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I think that's important too. Yeah, yeah. I just wonder how that would work. Um, if, if I would get that kind of opportunity or if I would
2: just be too busy talking to people, which is also fine because mm-hmm. I am totally... Bring, but I'm all
1: up for the uh, interaction of it all. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you feel about being one of the chosen ones for M Ross? <laughs> I'm. I was really excited for you. Like, how did that feel? Being, that like, it's your first ever M like your your debut. Mm. You got and to then, be a featured artist. to be chosen <laughs> to be a featured artist. Like, how? Yeah. Bloody cool is that. I don't There's know if I can very, say the F bomb on here yeah. so I won't. It's <laughs> a very beautiful
1: um, little video of Cassandra being interviewed in her studio on the Ross website or mm-hmm. on Cassandra's website if anyone's interested in checking that out before they come and meet her. Yeah. But how did that feel Cassandra? Uh,
3: yeah,
2: it, it it was pretty cool. Um I don't
3: know. I well, I guess I do know. I'm thinking I'll <laughs> um, I
2: was very surprised about it, but then it felt like it was affirming a lot of the journey that um I had been on and the direction I was going, um, which was to keep going with my art because it is important to me. And so, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to get to be a part of this, because as you well know, Sarah, um, I forgot about, well, I got my months next messed up with registration, and I thought it was May, but it was in April, mm-hmm. and I had almost forgotten that I didn't have the registration fee, and then on uh, your suggestion, I um, I did, I funded, I crowdfunded my registration fee. Which was so cool. Yeah, that was and awesome. Because you sold out very yeah. I yeah, I
1: sold, I sold all of the prints that I offered, the limited edition prints, in three days. Which, which is, is so really cool, <laughs> awesome, isn't it? So, yeah. and, and just so nice that artists can now have that as a way to, you know, test the waters, see if there's some support out there. And, mm-hmm. and in your case, it's having a very real impact. Like, mm-hmm. it did mm-hmm. pay for that registration fee, and now you're in there. So, yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah, which just felt like a natural step.
2: Part of it, and then, and then they contacted me a couple of weeks later and just like, Oh, would you like to? We, you're going to be a feature artist. How do, how do you feel about that?
1: Is that okay? And I was like, Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds really good. <laughs> it sounds like you were definitely meant to be registered and in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah like that, but it's, it is pretty darn awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like your journey, you know, talking about your journey as an artist and this feeling like it. Like when you look back over time, what do you? How does the journey look looking back now, from when you were younger, or you know, like when you first sort of started art, or mm-hmm. like, can you talk a little bit about how that was for you? Um, yeah. Like how did how did you become involved in the whole arts world? And
0: like was it linear? Because yeah. some artists that we've been speaking to, it's been a bit of a roundabout way. Like yeah. That we spoke to last week, so that she felt as though she'd been sniffing around the same tree for years, and not realizing what it was. Yes, and it yes. wasn't until later life that she was able to kind of pull on all those skills layers and experiences. And, 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 yeah. yeah. So how was how was yeah. like how has it been for you? How's like Cassandra Binder journey. Tell us the, all. <laughs> how <long we> got. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Uh, it's it has. like if you. <laughs> yes. Um or you go look in their house you will see many drawings and things that I have done that are like on
1: the walls and yeah.
2: you know I
1: So it was a natural it was just part of you when you were it was growing. just part it was just
2: part of me. I don't like I I don't have a memory of when it started because it started that young. Like mm. it was just something that I was doing and it pretty much started with with copying um, things that I liked, like cartoon characters and mm-hmm. things like that, out yeah, of yeah. books, and and then um, I used to make birthday cards for everybody, so that's oh, actually yes. where a lot of it started, so um, I would hand make birthday cards for all of my family and all of my friends, um, and a lot of them still have them, too, that's so That's really cool. sweet. My, my best friend just showed one that I had done for <laughs> Uh, and that's so nice to have yeah yeah and so it was a lot of that and then as I got older I um, I got into the PIAC program, program um, yes,
1: through, through school. school through
0: school yeah what's the um, PIAC program so being from the UK like, I don't know much about I think it's, about, a, uh, it's it's like, like an extension
1: ex- program I can't actually remember right the, now what the acronym what is <laughs> yeah school, but it's like an Extension program where kids are—I think they do do a test, so they're merit selected. Yeah, And yeah. And then they get to do these sort of extension classes. Yeah, that's Three, and, the, and, and in school time. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So, so, yeah, so and they do like, like art and science, and it's just to try and expose them to a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, different or
2: yeah. different sorts. But I, yeah, I did. I did art So at the time, we did lots of excursions out yeah. to like
1: galleries. Hmm. And
2: living in Busselton at that time. Yeah I was living in Busselton. Yeah. Um so yeah that's like I think I was about twelve when I was doing that. I think oh. I won my first art competition when I was like twelve. Oh cool. Um <laughs> yeah. you know like there's all these like little things at the time it was just something that I really just loved doing. Yeah. My parents had picked up on that and they were really great. They would you know every birthday and Christmas give me
3: more you <laughs> more, more supplies. More supplies yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that um calligraphy
2: set, I had like I had all of the things. Um and then yeah, I d did, I didn't funny thing is I didn't actually do it art in high school. Did you know, Really? You didn't do it as a subject. No, I didn't do it until year twelve. Or like oh. I mean I did it in the early years but then um I didn't choose it as an elective. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure that was the point where my that was
1: the teenager. No, but it was
2: actually but it's actually the point People started
0: to tell me that art wasn't a valid career. Oh, it's not a real job. Yeah, yeah, you're I mean, gonna call, yeah. you're gonna be an artist, how are you gonna pay for a mortgage? How are you gonna raise kids? Yeah. Well, yeah. you're doing it so you can be like, Well, haters, who told me that it wasn't real. No, exactly. Here's the finger to give <laughs> you. In. Yes, I'm sure she lives in me, I'm, I'm <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, no. That, that's that, really that interesting. That's so I didn't I didn't choose it as an I, liked it and I yeah,
1: what did you choose? Like typing? <laughs> I don't know, you wouldn't believe what I on, tell I chose economics.
0: What? Oh. oh, Cassandra. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's like the complete opposite of art. Well, I, I wanted to go to
2: university to do something, <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't remember. Um, I can't remember what. But anyway, I thought, well, that would be helpful to getting into university to do some kind of science degree or something like that, because that's really yeah. interest in science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy the class, and I was a little bit disruptive. And, um, and and I was always throwing like things in that were a little bit too creative. Um, like when he asked us to, you know, create a uh, a group and give ourselves a name for something we're talking about contrarians. Um, and I'm like don't even ask me because I don't have any clue about economics. I didn't retain any of that knowledge. Um, <laughs> But, so he's like, you have to have a group name. And everybody went around with their group names. And I'm like, our group is called Mary. <laughs> and he was like, what? And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, Mary? Like Mary, Mary, quite contrary. And then everybody was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, can I not really be person? <laughs> got that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, hey, I don't here. And
0: a I'm bit thinking, too <laughs> dry <laughs> for you, I think. Yeah. And, and then
1: I uh, went back. <laughs> <laughs> we, do <laughs> we do have to learn. have to learn where our strengths are, as well as where they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe that was the exercise there. Yeah. Yeah,
2: for sure. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so I only, I only the out. So back
0: you ended up, up doing that in year, yeah, yeah, in year twelve. Yeah. Did you go to uni or? No. Yep. No. Cool. No,
2: I didn't. Um, I should have gone to uni for the arts because I was a, I was a theatre kid and a dancer.
1: Mm-hmm. And all of these things. You've done a bit of everything. I've done a bit of those. things. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but I just I did I got scared, so I didn't go. Yeah. Um and then Scared of
0: what? Like.
2: Uh well I didn't think I'd get in and I have a really horrible Said, I wanna to go to WAPA you know, Australian performing arts. And um and she said, Oh no, you can't go to WAPA. My niece tried to get in there, she didn't get in there, you won't get in there. What? That was her
1: words. Literally.
0: As a deputy. Oh, dear.
1: I just don't I have heard I mean I've got teenagers who who have been, you know, like not in those situations but I kind of don't understand why we don't Support these dreams. Like I know that we need to be realistic as parents or as people who are who are there, yeah. you know, like like a teacher or some other guidance person. But but why would you tell someone that they're not going to be able to do it? Especially, I think at- you could say that's amazing. That's amazing, Cassandra. You should you should absolutely try that. And yeah. what what else are you thinking about doing? You know, if you don't get in that directly, there's mm-hmm. this option option or you could, you could go here and then get in the back door and you yeah. know I, like I can't believe that anyone would tell a young person that that's not going to happen yeah. yeah and I think at the time I was quite influential I think that's pretty much what that did yeah there. and
0: you know I didn't have the greatest confidence,
2: self-confidence
1: then so I think that did really but also Cassandra knows. which teenager
0: does like yeah, really there's teenager. a lot of self-doubt <laughs> It's such know, a, a, under the, yeah. all the bravado and everything. It's yeah. a very pivotal moment yeah. in time, that age, and to have someone... To
1: have such a negative effect on someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know. So, whatever, if that was a big part of it subconsciously, because I, I didn't really sort of realise that until years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, yeah, no, I didn't I didn't go to uni for art or anything like that. And then I just kind of did it in the background and... and um, and then kinda of squashed it for a long time too, so it didn't really didn't really happen. And even though I knew that I loved doing it and I was kind of miserable without it. So mm.
1: it, So how did what brought you back round to to it being part of your life? Was there a was, was there yes, a moment? Yeah, no, there yeah. definitely was
2: a moment. Um Well so I, I guess like there was there was probably a period of like five And that was
3: from the end of school, yeah, yeah, um, till when I had my first child. So I had my first child at 23, which was
1: young, but um, that actually kicked in the creativity in me again. Well, like, I mean, it was always there, but
2: like it kicked in the like, oh, I want to keep you're, you're connecting with and, that, yeah, yeah. other people's kids Mm. and then I started selling them and then I, you know, sort of started there and then um, when I had my second child a couple of years later, I started a face painting business because I was Mm. looking for a way to monetize my creativity by that
1: point. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so I can do this. I can make some money. I can make some money. I can have a real job. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm Mm -hmm. like,
2: you know, I'm home now. Keep the creativity, maybe bring in a bit of money, you know,
1: how do I do that? So
2: I started a face painting business and um, and I had that for a, for about five or six years and I started in Perth when I was living up there, and then I came back down south and my business grew and it got quite big. Um, except I needed to scale it at the time and I was going through lots of different stuff in my life and I uh that it needed so i stopped i stopped doing that but the good news was that i sidestepped back into painting
3: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so
2: there was uh like i love doing this but i can't do it anymore and and then i'll just yeah i don't even no, i kind of do there was um i just started painting for and that was all I was doing, just mm-hmm. painting for myself, stuff I and hung that, up on my walls. Sort of reversing
1: that monetization idea yeah. of your art, you, yeah. you went back to actually just doing it for yourself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 just the love of it. And, you know, I was always constantly exploring different techniques and ways of painting, how, how I wanted And yeah, I watercolor was what I was working in a lot at that time, and um, and oil paints, and I hated acrylics. I just couldn't figure them out. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, I started to um, get into acrylics, and I started trying different things, and and then it really came out um, about five years third child um, and the creativity was literally bursting out of me I think and and then I started doing a bit of digital art because I was a bit um, uh, bedridden while pregnant and so I was doing a lot of digital art because I needed my
1: fix (laughs) (laughs) and
2: and then it just sort of um, that process actually which I, I haven't talked a lot Publicly well, like yeah, but like yeah, that that really opened up a different avenue of creativity for me. Yeah. Um
1: what from a tool point of view? Yeah, from like from having using view. the technology in that oh, way. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. And being able to not worry about being like a perfectionist. Yeah was but... a big part of it mm-hmm. that's a I tend to Hang in that realm. I have at least in the past. I'm much better now. But yes, like I used yes. to be like, no, no, I've got to keep going. I've got to keep going. It's not good enough. It's not, you know, um, and just like never-ending detail. Like where do you stop, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's the the working in digital art just gave
1: me the opportunity to just do whatever I like. So um, it's just very quick, you can click it yeah, and do yeah.
0: something else yeah. or we'll change it. Or yeah, yeah it can kind can a bit. can see the of... attraction in that actually. Yes. It does, it helps yes. you kind of. I've done a little dabble in digital art, but it does help you kind of let go of those fears of going, you know, what if I mess it up, if I mess it up. Yeah, and I can just move on to the next one or I can just erase yeah. it and kind of move and on. Can you press like, undo yeah, you can, because yeah, you undo, undo, undo. Undo. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do. tap, tap, tap tap, <laughs> <laughs> tap, 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 yeah, love the
2: undo, yeah. No, no, no precisely that but
1: yeah. but
2: then it, like, so I,
1: that's quite freeing then yes. from a creative point of view yes. you're not committed like you would be when you've got that canvas or that paper kirsty or whatever it is <laughs> well yeah one
0: of the reasons why i really like it is because as you'll know cassandra that and anyone else who's listening that does watercolor watercolor is very unforgiving and once you make one mistake you're pretty much screwed mm. so uh yeah from my perspective i can see why it would have opened up a few doors like creative doors for you just to kind of let go of that feeling of going i'm going to start this and it needs to be perfect and i can't make any mistakes and i need to yeah Yeah. and it
2: just took it you know took away that fear of um like not even that like i wanted you know finished product to be perfect but i could explore different ways of expressing um art and
1: painting and that sort of thing you know whether it's a little bit abstract or whether it's Mm.
2: you know a bit out there or -hmm. whatever and like you know and I could really play with it and um, that is actually when I started to play with the idea of layers Mm -hmm. having lots and lots and lots of different layers.
1: Yes, If you look
2: at a lot of my work these days um, that's lots of different layers of things
1: so there's kind of stories the whole way through yeah um, and, and I, I didn't see that because I was lucky enough to see this big piece that we're just sitting right next to this huge piece that um, Cassandra's done and I saw her working on that while yeah. in the studio and it, it was like those figures just emerged out of these layers mm. did you see no, I just remember, yeah. I just
0: saw this big massive piece of cam like <laughs> piece of camera just sat there and it's the most one of the most beautiful paintings and I was like how the hell did that get there know, how did it that was, happen but it, but it didn't look anything like that at the start it was mm-hmm. a big, really I I just said that to someone the other
1: day who was admiring and I was like those figures just emerged out of nowhere it felt like I mean I'm sure it didn't feel like that to you no but that that was kind of like how I think yeah. about it anyway that yeah. is kind of how it but I like what Kirsty was saying about your the fact that you're such a storyteller, um, I, and I agree. Like I, when she, when you first said that to me, I, I really it really resonated because I look around, I've seen your work over the years. I saw an exhibition you did at RGO, and I've seen a few other things that you've done, and I do feel that as well. Like mm-hmm. I look at those works, and it just makes you think about. The person in there, or the story behind it, or this—they—they are emotive. But mm-hmm. do you feel like? Do you feel like you're telling a story with with each painting? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I I do. But it took me a little while
2: to realize that that's um, what I felt like I was doing with my art. Like some people are exploring, you know, techniques and concepts and, and mm. that sort of stuff. Um, but I. that were around experiences I have had. And I've always been a bit of a storyteller because I uh, like to tell people, I like to let people know that they are not alone in the journeys that they have in life. Mm. You know, they're really yucky human. times it was kind of finding people that I could share those stories with and having people share with me and being like oh thank goodness like I'm not the only yeah. one I'm not I'm, I'm not alone this yeah, other people are experiencing this so I've been through this or whatever. so that I started to tell people you know parts of my story That a really personal point now, like there's three paintings in this room at the moment that i'm working on, and they feature me and my children in them and that wasn't like an idea I've been carrying for years <laughs> or anything like that that was that was just like a having at the end of September in Rockingham um, and it, we all sort of paint things that relate to our experience as, um, as women artists, mothers um, and mm. that sort of thing. So we felt like there was a common theme between our work and then when I was thinking about what I wanted to paint, is all consumed by my family <laughs> yes <yeah. laughs> and that is not a bad thing um at all it's amazing but also it's really tough okay. and so i realized that you know i kind of wanted to tell these stories about how it's really tricky to juggle all of the things we're asked to juggle in the modern world with um, our families and our jobs and to be there for them and to be there for ourselves and to do all of the things i'm sure you've all seen the memes like <laughs> how do you do it all <laughs> so i i just uh thought well well i didn't even really think i just knew i was like well i'm i'm, I'm gonna do some paintings with you know me and, and my kids and and that was kind of it and but it's like the, actually while painting them it's because it's really deep. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. So there's a lot of processing and emotion going into that. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really think that through. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm doing this, I'm like, oh, gosh, this is hard. (laughs) Because you're not doing just a portrait of your child or your children. Like, they're quite, I mean, they're they're moments, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah, they are. I mean, I don't know, actually. I'm assuming they are. When I look at them, I'm yes. thinking, well, that's an actual moment and there's a yeah. lot attached to that moment. It's not a fleeting moment. Yeah. It's attached to a whole lot of other stuff. Yes. yes. And is multi-layered um, yes. probably from an emotional point of view when I look at them. But
2: yeah. yeah. yeah, Totally.
3: So there's a lot,
2: there's a
0: lot to them. Um, yeah. Uh, I anyway. feel like – sorry. I feel like a lot of people, even though it's a moment – in your life, I feel like so many people are able to literally look at your work and put themselves right there. Yeah. Because I feel like it does speak to a lot of people. And it's like that
1: common experience
0: that you were talking about. It is. About. And it is like a humanness. that humanness. It is, it's that human connection. Mm. Um like what you were talking about, like realising, well, at least at least I'm not crazy. At least I'm not the only one that's experiencing mm. this or mm. you know, I think um
1: but also, the, you know, like we're, we're making it maybe sound like these are all, um, t- you know, emotions that are maybe negative. But there's a, there's, I mean, this, this peace here somewhere, sorry, behind me, which is filled with so much peace and mm-hmm. like that feeling of, of, you know, mm-hmm. being content. in nature and being content and being at ease yeah. with family life. So yeah. there is. There is all these layers, and I think that's what you captured so beautifully. Is and, and I think what a lot of people relate to, yeah, is that there's that, but then right alongside that, there are some other things that might not be so um,
0: at ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, in regards to making people not feel at ease, one of the main things about our art is it is meant to make us feel uncomfortable because, mm. again, it's putting us in that space of going I know exactly how that feels and that feels shit Mm -hmm. you know and I think that's the I know I keep saying it but it is one of the most amazing things about being a creative is that you can enable people who might not even be able to express or realize that they're feeling that way and then all of a sudden Mm. you see a painting and you're like you know like me burst into tears it's (laughs) like what the hell just happened (laughs) and I think that is just pure magic
2: so. and just like you know um i i know I, I can feel that and it makes me uncomfortable but i can't relate to it at all mm-hmm. but it makes me feel that way and you know there's a lot of um a lot of art out there like that to make you really think mm-hmm. and, uh, try and help you see the perspective of
1: somebody else that mm-hmm. you might not be your lived experience. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. it's still a very valid experience. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um so I do
3: often wonder, you know, there's a lot of people who couldn't relate to what I paint because, you know, they might not have
2: family, they might not want kids, they might not have that mm. experience, or you know, um, and maybe it's a little bit too mothery, I don't know. Um but I mean but not all your work. No, no, but not so, all of it is. Yeah,
1: um, yeah that's true. This particular particular,
2: particular. particular
1: paintings that we're talking about now yeah. are
2: very much like that, but, but yes. your other work yes. isn't all like that. No, no, that's true, it's
0: not. Um, but that's because you are, like you are in full motherhood bloom at the moment. <laughs> so if you look at your work now, it is looking at that because that's, like you said, this is you kind of put in your artwork, you give your story and where you are at that time and I'm sure that if we had a look back on your work we could literally see the timeline of Cassandra
2: you probably would you just it take a bit of analysing yeah right, and yeah. figuring out but um, yeah it, it just me... I guess like a lot of that stuff like that is almost like my my processing yeah. my way of sort of making sense of my life as well as sharing that with other people but a lot of my other stuff is just is probably the place where the creativity flows a little bit easier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: because it's not
2: as attached to me. Mm-hmm. yeah. more of a broader concept than exactly yes. my experience, Yeah, mm-hmm. but more of a human kind of experience as opposed to a Cassandra experience. Yeah, you know? yeah. A more yeah. general. Yeah. yeah.
0: I saw that you did some artwork for. A, was it a local band? Like you've got some artwork on there. Um, did I see it that right? It was of... an album cover, wasn't it? Oh,
1: yes. yes.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I love to see my artwork on an album cover. Yes. On a vinyl oh, record. <laughs>
2: On the cover of his um, wonderful album, because it just really fit in what, what he was, the
1: stories he's, he was telling. Yeah, yeah. that's so, really cool. So have you got, you got a copy of that? I did, yeah. Yeah. Of actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes. I think you need to display it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah.
2: gonna be a lot of weird stuff yeah. in, in the on the sidelines you know a lot of like I don't hustle anymore I used to hustle so I'm not gonna use that word but a lot of like taking on things that are side projects, side projects yeah. and a little bit of like well, what is this but, okay like, <laughs> you keeps know, things interesting keeps things yeah. interesting
1: yeah yeah so you know
2: diversifying yeah <laughs> rather just being in here painting 24 7 i think um but i am taking on little jobs there's, there's a bit, bit of juggle down. yeah there's a bit of juggle always but you know they're all really interesting like yeah. working with local schools and all that kind of stuff and you know that's pretty yeah. cool yeah so you know i really love what that brings to
1: Excitement and novelty, so you know, it keeps things interesting. It works. It works for me. But and you got to go to the regional visual arts summit. I did. So can you
0: tell us? Yes, let's talk about that. I completely, I completely forgot you'd been to that. My mind is blown right now. Tell us all the details, please. (laughs) It was only a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was very, very recent. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I was invited to um, come along to the Aboriginal Visual Arts Summit as a delegate, yeah. um, and So it was, was that
1: space uh, up at Curtin or how? Yeah. yeah, Yeah, so
2: it was like three days up in Perth, um, two days at Curtin and one day at UWA, I'm just doing workshops, listening to speakers. Who had participated in the exhibition "Open Borders," which is at John Curtin Gallery at the moment, and it's amazing. So everybody should go have a look. Um, and yeah, we did all sorts of things, networked. We did all sort of like
1: um,
2: like artist development kind of.
1: Yeah, how did you find that nice? as like a professional development opportunity?
2: Well, I didn't. I wasn't quite sure what was what it was. Going until I really got there and was taking it in, but it was really invaluable. And, you yeah, know, I, was, I, I realised how incredibly, um, you know, lucky and I was to be involved in it and and that, you
1: know, it was pretty special
3: mm. to be a
1: part of. Um, Such an invaluable experience to, to be with a whole lot of other visual artists and arts yes. practitioners and I'm sure mm-hmm. there was people who make... There yeah, well, of the art workers, yeah, workers yeah, and, yeah. and, yeah, like and you you've got every year you're in their
2: space and you're getting to chat and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and it was yeah it was really great and because uh, most people there were from regional areas mm. in all of the different regions of WA, yeah, so. the late
0: 70s that's you? awesome <laughs> i love that so, and so
1: did you make some contacts that you think will follow through to other things or oh, who knows yeah you know,
0: like
2: but i did meet i did meet people and i really enjoyed those interactions and yeah like i i'm a little bit shy i don't know <laughs> really us. cassandra <laughs>
0: station in my studio not recording this How are we No, no just, I, just ignore that big microphone yeah there's yeah. what microphone i can't see it
2: <laughs> yes no oh, well i, I in, in settings like that i
1: feel quite um, shy so it, it can me, be quite intimidating mm-hmm. being in those spaces though mm-hmm. because yes. and we've talked about imposter syndrome like did you mm-hmm. feel a bit of that um yeah there was a bit of there was a bit of that to begin with especially
2: because
3: So
2: um I was just kind of floating on the edges. Yeah. Um but
1: invited but, but obviously because someone has said yes, this yes, is of value yes. to mm-hmm. have you here or yes. to, for you to be here, whichever yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure.
2: Um so you know, it didn't take long for me to sort of um just get involved and that sort of thing. And I think by the the second day I
1: was being, you know, more brave and maybe feeling like this is your space, you know, like you belong in this space to be able to be part of this.
2: Definitely, definitely. Um, but one thing I did kind of learn was that even though you, you are amongst a whole lot of artists and you think, oh, you know, these, these are my people, like it's also just a whole bunch of different people, mm-hmm. even though they're artists and I realise, oh, not all of us, Mm-hmm. get along either yeah okay. so that was kind of an
0: interesting i know people do kind of put artists in one pocket don't they go no oh, you're, you're eccentric you're yes. a bit strange you're... you get along with yeah because
2: they're a bit weird too. yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. it's <laughs> you're a bit different it's that stereotype isn't it yeah. there's,
0: there's this thing that goes around on the internet um it's I don't know, it's like people doing funny things and then the voiceover goes, it's okay, just tell them you're an artist. Uh. You know, and I feel like artists do get lumped in their, like, you know, like the old toys, off toy story going, all right, you lot go over there, there's Barbie with like short short hair, dr- stuff drawn on them and the, you know, the GI Joe or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, with one arm, one leg missing, whatever it is. But I feel like artists do get put, put yeah. in that box. Yes. So I, th- yes. I really like that, in yeah. you know, that... Uh, that angle that you looked at that going yeah we are all creative and we are all artists but it doesn't mean that we're all going to gel and get on because we are all very very different
2: yes i mean it did show us all that you know we uh, could create a space where we could all talk
1: mm-hmm. and have conversation yeah and yeah. And, and, and connect and connect and you know
2: and like and definitely and there was definitely um an element of connection particularly mm-hmm.
1: After the very <laughs> that, your name again yeah, the, the blip we'll yeah. call it the blip
2: um, and you know so each curator of each region sort of interpreted that in one way and gave it out to the artists, and they interpreted it however they wanted to interpret it and mm-hmm. you know so you saw a mix of of things from Mentally, mm-hmm. to, you know, gosh, like so many interpretations of it. Um, but what it kind of showed was that everybody had
3: some story, mm-hmm. that some experience, or some story when that idea came into play, and mm-hmm. it
2: was really amazing. It was really beautiful, um, and yeah, I just loved that about that. So you know, we all kind of could walk around and and, be, and feel that. Mm-hmm. In each of these um, artworks, each of the exhibition, and, and got to hear them talk about, you know, got to hear a lot of them talk about that and that sort of thing. So, yeah, like it, it did show us that, you know, there was a community there. Mm-hmm. There was a community there of artists who care about arts in the regions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that that, that is really refreshing and that gives me a lot of hope um, because throughout history, artists are the ones that are starting the movements Mm -hmm. in the areas and that sort of thing. And so if it Mm -hmm. starts with a conversation at a summit like this that can help boost um, arts in the regions, then I think that's
1: really bloody cool. Yeah. 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 It's amazing, isn't it? Well,
0: that's one of the... Mm, I guess one of the main reasons why we're doing this podcast is to sh- kind of shine light on those stories and identify each and every one of you that we're interviewing and mm-hmm. also um, kind of trying to build up that community down here that we, we have such a vast amount of talent and creativity like bursting at the seams and it's kind of just creating that general community. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And yeah. just acknowledgement
1: of, mm-hmm. of Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's nice.
2: And it's another nice thing what I what, what I love about you talking to this uh, wonderful podcast is that you are uh, now pulling people like teasing apart the the um the arts practitioners we have down here which can just all be clumped together
1: mm. in the southwest, mm-hmm. you know.
2: To create an idea of what you know arts from the southwest. Yeah, what it's, it's like down here in the yeah. arts
1: and what the people are like. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: and, and what they paint and that sort of thing. Yeah. And maybe it's all the same, same, or maybe whatever. Yeah. But what I love about being able to talk to individual artists is that you get that story. You get Yeah. You get where they came from, you get why they started this, you get their ideas and mm-hmm. what drives them. Then you get to, you know, go. Oh yeah, I really feel that. I really, yeah. I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna check out their work. Yeah, yeah. I love what they're saying. And you know, of course, like everything else, might not work for you. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter because it just gives that another space where we get to experience people. Because you just can just get all lost. And sometimes as an artist you can feel lost mm-hmm. in that group of people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um whereas there are all these individual stories and yeah. points of difference and, and yeah. probably commonalities as well. Mm-hmm. So yes. yeah it's exactly. nice to pull them. You're yeah. right. It is nice to sort of tease those apart and mm. but also I think, you know, for me personally, it's it's just those little stories. I think mm-hmm. it's really yes. just given the personality behind yeah, it's like, oh this is cool I, I heard that person talk or or I got to meet them or I heard them say this mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. know I, I just mm-hmm. love all that yeah and it. I think
0: you know like we could really go in with the technical questions going you know Cassandra please tell us how you work or what got <laughs> you into acrylic specifically or you know I feel like there's a lot of podcasts yeah. out there that do that and they are great I listen to them like Sarah said, it is literally about the story of the artist that we have chosen and yes, going yeah. we wanna get into the nitty gritty, we want to give people the opportunity to, to really like
1: they've got to sit down with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and have
0: that connection, even yeah. if they can't make it into your studio or yeah. you know, and like Sarah said and says quite often, it's shining a light on who you are and mm-hmm. yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel really privileged to be in here with you, and I've... Well, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to ask stop. Like but <laughs> 10 technical
1: questions now, but we've actually spent the whole time not talking technical questions. And that... <laughs> but maybe just to wrap it up, Cassandra, like we talked a little bit about your journey, but is there a like in your mind, is there an end goal, or is there a few things along the way? that that you'll do from an artistic point of view, or accomplish, or or yeah. is or is it about just letting your intuition guide you at the moment through this and and seeing what happens? Like,
2: mm. no, I think it's I think it's kind of both. Um, I do I do have sort of um, goals that I am working towards, whether. <laughs> you know, I like, I mean it's it's kind of all about timing. Um and so yes I have I have goals that I would like to achieve like shorter term ones and longer term ones. I guess some shorter term ones are but I would like to hold another solo show. I would like to be able to hold a show in
1: Yeah, you heard it here first. Yes, (laughs) we'll
2: get there. We'll get there. Um, And yeah, but mostly I am trying to just work on my intentions every day and every week. And so, you know, for me, it's a just a bit about living. don't always get to do that um, and that's just where I'm at and I've you know, had to actually kind of make peace with that
3: mm. um,
2: that I can't just pick up a paintbrush and go paint whenever I like because I've got to do the school run or I've got to do appointments yeah. or I've got to, you know um, and once upon a time that really used to mean a lot but now I'm just like, no, that's just Finding a way just to keep painting, and I've kind of um, tailored my life where it includes um, painting in it regularly. And that might not be a strong routine at the moment, but it is, you know, that's what I do each week. It's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm running those errands, I'm going to the studio, I'm painting. Like, it is my work, it's definitely planned, yeah. yeah and so, you know, I, I mostly just try and set intentions for myself all the time just to, like, you know, just to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then those bigger goals tend to show up when they are meant to show up. Yeah. And I know the time is right to mm-hmm. sort of go for them. So that's that's how I tend to think about things for me. And 'cause my birth, it was my birthday the other day and I got I got Rick Rubin's new book. <laughs> the Creative Act. And I'm so excited. Be <laughs> because I think that really resonates with the way that I think about these things as well. So kind of hoping for some inspiration, some, some generation there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, but I'm like, oh yeah, no this is good. This is good. This is this is the way that this way works for me. To but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. All I know
0: Well, that's good news. Yes, <laughs> there will be many more I hope. Right? Well, there we, you go, guys. There you go. You to, living a, <laughs> to living a creative life.
1: A creative life, yes, yeah. and setting those intentions. Mm-hmm. That's so nice, actually. Mm-hmm. Nice note to end on. Thanks again, Cassandra, for oh, allowing us to come into your studio space and have mm-hmm. a little chat. It's been so nice. We see you a lot in the studio, but it's just been so nice more yes. formal chat yes. yeah. Um,
0: and yeah for those who are listening we will be posting photos up on our Instagram and we'll be giving you all the details so that you can check out Cassandra and her work and get in touch with her directly if you like to as well so yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a great Wednesday night is it Wednesday? Oh, <laughs> Tuesday is it, what a great <laughs> Tuesday night <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, thank Bye. you